welcome to the joyfulness broadcast is a very exciting day persistence patience prayer these things they pay off they are a worthy investment as has just been exemplified so for a year now i've been listening to over a year probably like you know been listening to david hawking's lectures and stuff and there's one thing that he says that i i couldn't quite get i couldn't quite understand it didn't quite click and i even emailed i emailed veritas publishing asking them like what should i listen to to understand this and they gave me three lectures i listened to all three lectures and i still didn't get it and then suddenly when i was meditating not thinking about anything in particular i just sat down and suddenly i saw it i saw it and it was so exciting so exciting and I wanted to share that with you because it's quite a powerful insight. So this is in reference to gettingness or what Hawkins refers to as ego juice. And I want to first say that I recommend listening to Hawkins lectures to be familiar with it. And in this podcast episode, I'll just be sharing my own experiential understanding um, through my own eyes. So I sat down to meditate and I noticed I noticed an agitation. I noticed that there was an I was being agitated. There was a, there was this agitation presence present when when sitting down to meditate and I think this is quite common. Quite common. And I it just the question occurred. It just popped up. It's almost like I didn't really think it to be honest. It just came up. The question came up. Why is this agitation there they're like where what's it about what's this agitation about so what i noticed was it was actually curiosity there was this just genuine curiosity usually when we, we don't want something we don't really have time to get curious with it to to come to understand it to learn from it when we don't want something we push it away but here there was just this why is this here like what is this about? Like a welcome, a welcomed curiosity. Being like, what is this? And it was there. It's always been there. As, as I meditated in the past, it's always been there, um, at least in the background. Sometimes it's more in the foreground than other times. But here, you know, it was there. And it was like, what is this? Then there's this realization came upon me. Um well, you know, we're agitated by something if it's not going the way we want. Oh, okay. So the agitation is actually coming from desire. Oh, so it's not agitation that's the problem or the thing to deal with or understand. As agitation was pulled on, with curiosity, it led me to a deeper source of that agitation, which was desire. And so, well, what was that desire about? Well, it was like I wanted, there was a desire to get something out of it. There was a desire to get something out of the experience, to get something out of this meditative experience. And there, that's where I saw it. That's where I saw what Hawking's meant by it, the gettingness of the ego, the ego juice. 
So notice how if the desire to get something out of the experience of meditation or for that matter, any experience, if the desire to get something out of it is surrendered, is let go, then there will be no, there is no agitation because there's nothing to be agitated about because nothing is desired to get. And that is just a really powerful, powerful, powerful realization. I was so happy and so excited. And then I let that excitement come up and let it pass. And it was a beautiful meditation, a very beautiful one. Very enjoyable, more enjoyable. One of the more enjoyable meditations coming out of this, I would say, progressive, gentle letting go of gettingness. So I'm sure there are still, there's still plenty of gettingness within me, with the ego seeking to get something out of things. But now it's an awareness. And I know it's an awareness. And if it's an awareness, it means that sooner or later, every area in which I, or in which the ego, my ego, which I am responsible for, is trying to get something, every area in which it's trying to get something is going to be revealed and sooner or later transcended. Through better or worse, through thick or thin, sooner or later, the end is certain. It will be transcended, it will be surrendered. And I know this with certainty. And so it's a great, great relief, actually. A great relief to have this awareness into the gettingness of the ego. So I'll make this practical for you. First of all, I think many, probably of you listening, might have some sort of meditative practice. It's okay if you don't. I'm not trying to push it on anyone. But if you do, then this might be something that you might want to play around with. Just asking the question, am I looking to get something out of this? Or am I meditating just for the sake of it? And just being with that. Just really being with that question and seeing what comes out of it. Seeing what comes up and being willing to meet whatever comes up with kindness to ourselves. And so if you ask this question, what come up is usually, if there is some agitation in, in, in the meditation, oh yes, there is. There is this gettingness. There is something that I want to get. I want to get something. I want to meet a quote of like 30 meditation, 30 minute meditation, one hour meditation, 10 minute meditation, whatever the number is. I want to fill the quota of two per day or I want to uh, feel good about myself. There's, now, there's nothing wrong with these things. However, if they are identified or recognized, in other words, if they are recognized and then if the willingness to let them go arises and they are surrendered, then instead of having these things, because the thing about gettingness Gettingness comes out of a lack of. It's coming out of a lack. And so if we let go of gettingness, that illusion of lack starts to dissolve. 
and we see that there is nothing to get. And it was, it was pathetic, it was petty, what we were trying to get compared to the real thing, to what is really left when, you, when we let go of trying to get things. When the gettingness, when we let go of trying to get something out of meditation, we can now just meditate for the enjoyment of it, and it becomes more enjoyable. And we can play around with that curiosity more. What is this? Looking to deepen, ever deepen, not for any, any, uh, any outcome or any, any gettingness, but to deepen for the sake of deepening. You'll notice that as these gettingnesses are let go of, what happens is there's something that draws us deeper. Or maybe not. But sooner or later, there is this pull. Something draws us deeper, deeper, deeper. So we don't actually have to get anything because it pulls us. It pulls us. Something pulls us. You could call it the des destiny. Our destiny pulls us. The true self. That which we truly are. The higher self. Whatever, whatever words. I don't personally like higher self because it creates a duality between us and this thing called the higher self. So just the true self or destiny, that is quite, um, I prefer that, those, that wording. So it's something pulls us and draws us in and it's really beautiful and everything increases in enjoyment as we let go of getting this. And so now we can actually apply this beyond meditation to our lives. And look and ask ourselves, where am I looking to get something? And you know, we're taught to look to get something. In business, we're taught to look to get something, to get clients. And this is something that I realized. And I realized, well, you know, I don't have to go about this way. I could just let go. I could just enjoy, for example, making podcasts, enjoy YouTube making <laughs> whatever I want to and just for the sake of enjoyment itself instead of trying to get something because I can I could start to feel very recently it was coming up how how this gettingness was actually tainting the fun the enjoyment and making it um, less fun and less enjoyable and more complicated when it's really as simple as just doing the things that we love for the sake of loving it and nothing else and then letting the automatic consequence of that occur. So if the automatic consequence of, of running a really enjoyable uh, podcast that I love is to have podcast followers, then that's the automatic consequence. It has little to do with me. If it's not, then it's not. But either way, it's fun and enjoyable. But of course, we still have to make make money, don't we? We still have to live somehow in this world. And so we see that there's actually, you know, culture in the very fabric of our society we are taught to get to survive aren't we you know get business success or get success whatever that is get it get it you have to get it you have to getting it means you lack it right now and so we have this massive shift where we can now say well instead of getting success you can let go of trying to get it and instead just be and just enjoy life and enjoy it to the max and as you enjoy life to the max and you enjoy things more, 
to just if you just step into this humility that says well the most i can do is the most that i can do i can enjoy doing what i do I can do it to the best of my ability for the sake of doing it for the best of my ability and then let the automatic consequence of that um let it be what it will be that is not really in my hands you can see this as being responsible for the effort we put in but letting go our attachment to the outcome and this can be applied to every area of life relationships um marriage <laughs> uh anything work study you know the most we can do is the most we can do and if we if we let go of wanting to get something out of it to get something out of it although it seems counterintuitive we'll most likely actually do better because we're not coming from a place of lack we're playing coming from a place of completion we're coming from a place of enjoyment completion when we come from a place of completion we're able to just enjoy everything in the moment without feeling like we're lacking something without feeling like we have to desire something so we just enjoy the moment for what it is we enjoy the process we enjoy the journey as they say not the destination whatever the destination is that's great but it's the journey it's the it's every single moment from which we um, gather our joy because we are that joy and we now paint everything in that joy and so life becomes a completion instead of a lack of lack of something i think there's a lot of people out there who feel like they're lacking but that's just a perception and that perception is coming from this getting this this desire to get something that is currently not had so if or at least seem to currently not be had so if that is identified recognized owned and surrendered then instead of this just fluctuation of agitation disappointment frustration and then at the best of times temporary satisfaction that's usually what happens in this game of desire and um, wantingness instead of that there's just this enjoyment an enjoyment for the sake of enjoyment <laughs> because we're doing what we love because we're just enjoying it we're just living in the moment enjoying it for what it is letting go of worrying about what will happen leaving that to god leaving that to destiny leaving that to the universe whatever just enjoying it because at the end of the day whatever will be is whatever will be what's the point of worrying about it this is this is really to do with a humility and a surrendering of outcomes and we can always pinpoint it back to this letting go of getting this letting go of trying to get something of trying to get somewhere of trying to be something that you are not that we are not and to just enjoy ourselves as we are to seek to understand ourselves as we are instead of change ourselves as we are and if we seek to understand ourselves and we start to understand ourselves as we are i mean first of all isn't that a better place to to judge whether we should change ourselves very often we want to change ourselves without understanding ourselves 
but I mean, it seems pretty obvious that we should first seek to understand ourselves. And from this place, this ground of understanding, if there is something to change, we will be at a in a better position to do so. But the thing is that when we understand ourselves, we the naturally the desire to change ourselves uh, starts to drop. And instead of having a desire to change ourselves, when we understand ourselves, we can just be that which we want for ourselves. So, for example, instead of desiring to be more loving, to be to desire to be loving, we now switch and we can see that we can really at most just be the most the 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 most loving that we can be at any moment and we cannot be more loving than that and so that's humility and that's surrender and now we can just be as loving as we can be so as kind compassionate as, as forgiving some understanding in this one so what is loving is to be as kind compassionate and forgiving as we can at the moment and being kind to ourselves and not judging ourselves for for those areas where we still have growth and instead just enjoying 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 the journey enjoying it enjoying the process enjoying every single moment instead of wanting to change ourselves every single moment which just brings up agitation and frustration every single moment <laughs> so instead of this we can just enjoy it okay yes i'm loving and I'm also a dick. <laughs> okay, so what? I'm loving, but in these areas, I'm still a bit of a prick, and uh, there's still things to let go of. Um, that's how it is, yeah. And when we own it, now we can enjoy it. We can actually enjoy being a prick. So next time you put up the finger, you put it up, and you put it up real good, you know? Not half-heartedly, but wholeheartedly. <laughs> so you're really just enjoying life and enjoying everything. And there's no need to be agitated by it. That is a choice. That is a choice. We can just enjoy and ride life in this wave of enjoyment on the crest of the moment. So this is just a short episode that I want to share with you to sum up looking for the gettingness. Asking, what am I getting out of this experience? Am I getting something out of it? Well... Yeah, if I wasn't getting something out of it, I wouldn't be frustrated. I would, there wouldn't be a desire. There wouldn't be a fear of loss. A fear of loss of what? A loss of that which is appears to be being gotten. <laughs> I hope the English is right. Um, you know, if there's a fear of loss, what do we? What is that fear to do with? Something that we seem to think that we are getting is really convincingly seem to think that we are getting and so could we let go of that and when we let go of that the fear will disappear and it may take moving through the fear as well so practically speaking it does take courage it does take courage it takes faith actually to let go of gettingness because until we let go of something that we're getting out of it we don't know what it's like to not seek to get something we don't know until we do it until we surrender it and so that's where faith comes in having faith in someone that says well look look when you let go of 
of getting things, of trying to get things, of being agitated, when you let go of this, instead of getting this, instead of that, you can just be and enjoy that which you are and be joy. Be joy. Moment to moment to moment to moment. And as you let go of getting this, instead of getting this, instead of maybe the satisfaction and the the feeling of the, oh yes, I did it, or yes, I, I got it, <laughs> the satisfaction of that, instead of that, there's just a piece. There's a piece that says, yeah, it's fine if I get it, it's fine if, if, it's fine if this happens, it's fine if it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with me, because I am not this, I am far beyond this. <laughs> but that's, that only comes through surrender. And so actually, surrendering, getting this, is an act of courage, it's an act of willingness, it's an act of faith, and it's an act of trust, and it's an act of surrender. And if this isn't fully understood, just remember, it took me a long time to start to comprehend this, to for it to click. Okay, not that long. <laughs> but, you know, a significant amount of time, more than more than like one listen <laughs> definitely more than one listen <laughs> so this is where familiarity is key just becoming familiar with all these things and constantly subjecting yourself and never losing hope I just want to say that losing hope is it's really a narcissism it's really a an illusion that's for sure Losing hope, it, it presumes to know what's in the future, you know? Let's say, it's hopeless, someone says, or we say, it's hopeless. How can we say that? If we say it's hopeless, we're saying we know the future. So there's this arrogance, maybe, instead of narcissism. Yeah, our arrogance. The, the vanity of saying, I know what's going to happen in the future. But there's always hope because you never know what's going to happen in the future. Never know. Don't know the future. Not omniscient. So there's always hope. There's always hope. Um, as far as I can see right now, that's how I see it. And if you think I'm not seeing something happily, send me a message. <laughs> or um, you can leave a voice memo on Anchor and let me know if you believe I'm mistaken. But as, as far as I can see... So there's no omniscience. So what's there to be hopeless about? You know, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. This is true. I've been wrong before many times. But I just don't see what there is to be hopeless about. Hopelessness, despair. The, the, the counter to this, the antidote to it, to me, is really clearly humility. With humility, which recognizes I don't know the future, I don't know what's going to happen the next second, I might think I have an idea, but it's not a certainty, and therefore the future is open. It's a potentiality, it's a completely open potentiality who knows what will happen. And so there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> 
because there's always hope. And this is something that I naturally always um, carried with me. I always had this sense that there's nothing to worry about, that there's always, always having the hope that today this will be the day where it's understood and never losing that hope. I don't see why. I don't see any any rational reason even to lose that hope <laughs> because it's it's always an open potentiality any day a miracle can occur and if you open yourself to it and continuously pray for the miraculous to see things differently to suddenly just get something that you didn't get before to see life completely differently through the eyes of of joy peace through the eyes of Christ, through the eyes of Buddha, through the eyes of Krishna, whoever your Lord is, if you have a Lord, to see the truth, whatever you want to say it, it's all the same. You can always pray for this and have hope and have the highest hope for it. And just continue to have that hope. Um, and then eventually, sooner or later, you forget about it. And then like this, like I was saying, bam, it just happens. So this has been this episode. Thank you very much for listening. We're back to Joyfulness Broadcast. I didn't vibe the name being Joy for this broadcast. I like Joyfulness Broadcast. So I changed it back to Joyfulness Broadcast. And thank you very much for listening. You can stay up there on the Facebook, but also highly recommend just like liking it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts on and just following it there that's the fastest way most direct way thank you very much i really appreciate you listening hope you have an amazing day bye bye